Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever Show 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Uh, we've got Schnip Schnapp Schnurt today. We're going to see what Gimpy wants to talk about. We've got Conspiracy Thursday. We've got Top Lists. And uh, today we talk about, since everybody's talking about uh, graduation, we've got the people we wish we would have had to do our commencement speeches. Woo! <laughs> who would we have picked? So that should be fun to figure out uh, who would have been relevant back then. Have you seen on Facebook like the total jerks that are posting their senior photos? They're like, in support of this year's seniors, let's see your senior photos. How is that a jerk How's move? That, why is that a jerk? Because I feel like it's a jerk move because if I was a senior that didn't get to do all the senior stuff, like senior photos and prom and all that, I don't want to see your photos. Fo- you said senior photos. How is that insulting yeah, to like seniors? It's, 
Well, because I feel like that's part of like your senior year and it's rude to post pictures of you at prom. It's rude to post pictures of your wonderful senior year. If you're a senior, you don't get to do all that. I thought you said senior photos, like a photo of you as a senior, like those, you know, holding, you know, your uh, elbow over the, you know, the double zero or whatever. Like, I thought that's what you were saying. You're saying photos from your senior year. Well, yes, and there are some like that, and then there are some of people at prom, and it just feels like an excuse for you to post a picture of yourself and be like, I'm supporting seniors. Just if I was a senior, I would not want to see that. Like, cool, you got to have your perfect senior year. Mine was interrupted by uh, COVID-19. I feel that kids in school really hate school. Throughout the beginning, kindergarten to 12th grade, and to have over half of the year off, you ain't got to do nothing. You're still going to graduate and get everything at the end. I think that's a pretty solid year for them. They don't have to do any work. I hear a lot of parents complaining. Yeah. I don't hear a lot of kids complaining. None at all. Ooh, I think you guys are way off. Mm. I'm just telling you from what I've witnessed. Yeah, um, my I'm nieces, telling you from serious, what I've witnessed. My nieces who are in school haven't complained once about their not being in school. No. Well, if you're not a senior, yes, I could understand that being cool. But your senior year, you want to participate in all that stuff. You know, graduation, no, you walking don't. across the stage. Listen, uh, maybe, maybe you two didn't. walking across the stage. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. Listen, you may be the only mm-hmm. one who loved the glamour <laughs> of all that. <laughs> I'm... I think that you guys are off. I think there are seniors that are very bummed. Mm, No, I don't. Is it possible you may be off? No. I mean, like, from what I've seen on, like, social media and TikTok, like, senior year got robbed from a lot of kids and that they didn't get to do those things that, like, other seniors get to do. So I get if you're a junior or sophomore or whatever that you get the rest of the year off or whatever that can be talking about might be fun. But I feel like for seniors, it's really sad. I'd say really sad. Yeah. Feels dramatic. Feels really dramatic. I'd say let the seniors text in and let us know how they feel about it. But they're probably asleep because they stayed up last night. They didn't have to go to school. (laughs) The only seniors up right now are our age. (laughs) I think most parents are upset that they didn't get to take a picture of their kid in front of a very expensive dress that they wear once so they could lose their virginity in it. <laughs> and I think that the graduation and might be the only one that I would agree that. with you on that. Like, kids miss, like, kids don't love doing that, Sam. I, okay, maybe you guys didn't, but as a female, prom was a huge, a huge deal. You think about that, like, all of high school. So missing out on that is a big deal. And, like, not being able to wear your prom dress, like, as a parent, yes, taking a picture of that is something you want. But you also want to go to prom. You want to do all the graduation stuff, you know, toss your hat in the air and spend that time with your friends or whatever. Like, I do feel like it's a, a ton of seniors are bummed that they got robbed of that. Graduation, I would agree. That's like the closure, the culmination. I would agree with that. Like 
throwing your cap in the air, standing in the hot sun and sweating your ass off under a shower curtain. Yes, I agree with you. But there's a lot of people, Sam, who don't like going to prom and feel the pressure of having to go to prom. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got to spend all that money on tuxes or dresses or flowers. You got to go to a mm-hmm. fancy place. You got to rent a limo. You, you know, it, it's, it's more of a hassle than it is what it's worth. I felt anyway. Still feel that way. And I think a lot of kids feel that way. They don't have to go to school. They got an early summer. These kids got an early summer, and kids love summer. That's it. I think you guys are both wrong. I think you were a part of a group that partied their asses off. And that's True. the only thing you cared about. Mm. More and me? so you're looking at it from that standpoint. No, I mean, no, I, I cared about graduation. I cared about the, you know, graduation party thing that they threw. I cared about prom. And, like, especially your senior year, that's the biggest deal. I, like, I went to junior prom and, like, different formals, but the one I cared about most was your senior year. So, overwhelmingly, <laughs> in, at least in terms of our scientific study, yeah. it's clear that nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. If this had happened when I was a senior, I would have been very gruntled. <laughs> Not disgruntled, great, but gruntled. Right. Very great word to use, by the <laughs> right? way. Right? You don't ever get that word unless it's disgruntled employee. That's it. <laughs> right. You never get it for the positive side of it. Way to go, 3561. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, many schools are doing prom in the next couple of months. And they had all senior year to do their photos. True statement I've seen on Facebook where people are still going out. Uh, hell, I got a friend of mine that went downtown. You know the bridge that has all the musical notes and whatnots on it? Uh, yeah. I, I forget. I think like Main Street or something like that. Anyhow, they took their boy down there and had his senior pictures taken in front of uh, that bridge in front of all the musical notes. So there's still parents and kids that are doing the senior photos. You know, they just, yeah, sure, they don't get to walk across the stage and get a fake piece of rolled up paper because that's not really your diploma that you're getting. You get that later on. Mm-hmm. You shake the hand of the principal and say, see you, dude. Have a nice day. Uh, this is many. big no, deal. My daughter's best friend is a senior and she is devastated. She's been crying this whole time. All right, first stop. <laughs> she hasn't been crying this whole time. And notice it's not your daughter. It's your daughter's friend. Right. It's a little dramatic well, to make the assumption to make that giant jump. Side. <laughs> There's very well, there few. There are people on your side. Uh, I have to agree with Sam. Prom was way bigger deal than graduation ceremony. Myself and all my friends in high school would have been devastated to miss prom, but we didn't even go to graduation. Well, then that's my point. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to party. Which you can still do. Right, right. This is all about the social thing, and I think, in Sam's eyes and, like, these other kids' eyes. It's just hanging out with friends, and that's what they miss. And the thing is, is they're probably still hanging out with the friends. They just don't have to go to school to do it. Yeah, but there's a thing about getting dressed up and, do and like, it's different than just going and hanging out at a friend's house. Prom oh, it's is... partying. It's, I know that it's a pain in the ass for you guys to like get a tux and you know get a flower or whatever, but for a female, picking out your dress is a big deal, and like y- you plan that for the whole senior year, you look forward to that. 
Sure. Sure. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But there's pressure to have to do it. And there are a lot of girls that don't want to do it. And they feel like they only have to do it to be I a part like of the status. Because mm-hmm. if you don't show up, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like saying a lot of girls is dramatic. I feel like a lot of people so want to go to prom. A lot of all a lot seniors. Of seniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, dramatic. I mean, I do. I feel You're being dramatic too. I feel bad. I feel like they, I feel like they got robbed of stuff, and I feel like posting that you didn't is not in support of any senior. It's just an excuse for you to post it. I haven't seen these pictures, but I think it's hilarious. That's what, they, that's what social media is about, is trolling people. Right. So to be surprised yeah, but is kind of It's not silly. coming from like a trolling place. It's like, oh, in support of seniors, here's me, you know, with my pretty prom dress. Or here was my great senior year that I didn't have, you know, any pandemic messing it up. Like, here's me having the time of my life. Hope, oh, now seniors, you feel more supported? I wouldn't feel more supported if I didn't get to go. I'd be like, cool, you're showing off at something I don't get to do. Yeah, I think that's just being Yeah, sensitive. there's 17, 18-year-olds. Anything a parent does, they don't want to hear. Mm. Well, I mean, not just parents. I mean, I've seen, like, other people that aren't parents posting it. Okay. Okay, Boomer. Any <laughs> older person. Right? When you're 17, yeah. 18, you don't care about what anybody older than you experienced or did. Mm-mm. It's what you're feeling. Because you know mm-hmm. everything. They literally have the totally. argument finally of, you don't know what this is like. <laughs> right. You're correct. <laughs> I remember being a senior and I didn't care about any of the stuff that happened senior year. What I cared about was the summer after my senior year and all the things that would happen then. That's when the fun began. That's when the real fun began. Yeah. Because I knew I couldn't get in trouble with school at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. And I didn't care about these people anymore. So nothing mattered. Because I was moving on. I was going to somewhere else. And most of the other people were too. Yeah, that was not my experience. How many of your high school friends okay, do you what was your fun? experience? I, I, like, I had fun. I loved my friends. I was not like so glad to leave high school. I was bummed. I cried at graduation because I cared about those friends that I made. And yes, I was excited about summer and going to college and all that stuff. But like... Uh, high school ending is like an, a big deal. It's an end of a chapter. You worked like 12 years for this. And so yeah. I was not like, F these people. I don't care. I'm never going to see them again. I like cared about my friends and I was bummed that we would all be going like separate ways. Yeah, I didn't say I didn't like those people and I didn't say F those people. I didn't say any of those things. <laughs> Just putting words in your mouth, man. I said I was moving on to the next chapter, and I was excited for the next chapter. And I came back, and I visited those yeah. people, and we still had fun, and I had great times with my friends, too. But I was ready for that next chapter, because as you said, I'd worked on it for 12 years. Yeah, and it was just, for for me, my senior year was, like, fun and a big deal, senior prom was the big thing, and graduation was the two big things that I looked forward to. My senior year was fun, too. Prom was something everybody looked forward to. I'm just saying most people feel pressure to have to go and pressure to have a status achievement happen there. 
Well, pressure or not, now you don't even get the decision to not be pressured because you can't go. They're going to have one. It's going to be not like it was. No matter what, it wouldn't be like it was going to because there's no going to school the next day and talking about what happened and all that other stuff. Now it's about checking a box. Mm -hmm. Right, you got to wear a mask with your stupid dress. Yeah, and then if they, you know, have it months later, either during summer or during fall, then it's, like, weird to go back because, like, for our prom was, I think, like, two weeks before graduation, and so it was, like, the culmination, and then you got to graduate afterwards. So it was, like, part of, like, hey, this is the last time we'll be partying together in pretty dresses and then doing graduation. I'll make up for it in 10 years. Come their reunion. Oh man, I remember when we graduated, we couldn't do anything. Well, now we got our 10 year reunion. Let's make up for all that. Yeah, not the same. I don't even know if there is a memory from my senior year that sticks out as a giant room, like memory. I'm not saying I don't have memories. I'm talking about like a pivotal, like, I'm so glad this happened. Yeah, no, nothing, really. Not a lot yeah, of fun. We had, had relationships. Mm-hmm. had friendships. Mm-hmm. We had parties. There was drinking, all those things. The thing that I think I remember the most is O.J. Simpson getting chased. Oh, my God. <laughs> And the relationship I had the summer after my senior year, before I went to college, with a girl. That is the thing. Those two things are the things that stick out in my mind as huge moments Mm. in my senior year. Mm. The rest were all the minutia of senior year, of going to school. Yeah, mine would be graduation and prom. Got a text here. Yeah, they were fun. We did that. Did Sam peak in high school? That could explain her feelings. Maybe. I don't think so. No, because you went on to do Look other this. things. Look at what we're doing now. Exactly. This is by far peaking. Yeah. Well, because I had fun in high school and like enjoyed going to school. I did not hate it like Gimpy did. I, like, hated any time. No, you're putting words I, in our mouth. Who the hell said saying We school. didn't have fun and we yeah. hated it. Yeah. You, no, you said that you wanted to get out of there and you were that if you were sure. seniors, you'd be like, awesome, I don't have to get school yeah. or I don't have to go to school. Yes. I enjoyed That's not going hating. to school. Yeah, that doesn't mean that we hated That's it. That's not hating. It's just one of those, if we got thrown into this situation with a pandemic where you get an early release, you get an early summer, I'm totally cool with that. I didn't it's like a long school. snow days. Yeah, I didn't hate school. I I had a lot of fun. I partied my ass off. I've you know you guys are talking about the one thing in your senior year that like you probably remember sticking out. It'll probably be me getting a gig or my job at uh, Carl's Junior. And I held on to that for a couple of years after high school. You know what I mean? And kind of moved up in the ranks or whatever. So it's I didn't hate it. I would have been happy though if we would have gotten let go early because of a pandemic. It's like a snow day. Yeah. Did yeah, you, I would have been snow days. No, right, we didn't. Right. Do they have excessive heat days in Arizona instead of snow days? <laughs> it's just like, it's too hot to go to school. Why don't you just <laughs> no. go ahead and stay at home no. today, kids? No, we didn't get that, unfortunately, because that would have been awesome. 
There were no weather-related days of cancellations? Mm-mm. No sandstorm days or anything like that? I don't know. I'm, I just assume that it's sandy and dirty in Arizona. Cactus days? Right, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, no, none of those days. <laughs> Damn. Arizona sucks. No, so you don't know the pleasure of getting up, like waking up and having to listen and try to figure out if your school's canceled? Yeah, the only time that happened was when my uh, teacher shot herself. And then over the radio, they were like, there's no school today. <laughs> Besides that, we, I didn't listen to the radio to find out if I had to go to school or not. So no snow days, just <laughs> teacher attempted suicide days. <laughs> no, she didn't wow. attempt suicide. She shot herself and blamed it on a kid. Yeah, I remember the story. It just, it's, it's yeah. weird. Weird. No Is snow that suicide, days. though? That's attempted suicide, isn't it? Attempted. No. You shot yourself unless you no shoot way. yourself she in sh the foot. She shot. <laughs> no, she shot herself like I think it was in the arm, like the fatty part of your arm, so that it would go through and she would not die. Like, like the baby yeah. part. <laughs> it's like a through and through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got plenty of room to move here. Pow. <laughs> yeah. It's like a through and through. I'm not. I better go below. Better go below the muscle here. I better get that fat. That way it'll go right through. How about looking for your, like, beyond the target, man? Like, what are you thinking? Right? No, you yeah. burn. What's behind there? Was no there? Even, there, there was no suicide attempt. It was just, I want this bullet to go through me. I, For some reason, I the memory <laughs> I have of you telling that story was uh, in, in the face. No. she She shot herself in the arm. She wanted to was live it weird it. for was it weird for her to come back teach class and she would say class today make sure you're re ready for the exam on Wednesday and and someone would raise her hand and go hey I'd hate to shoot shoot holes through your theory here lady but I don't know if we're gonna be taking a test anytime soon <laughs> no I I mean she was clearly clearly fired and nobody was like hey are we having a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, all right. We're going to take a break. It's Conspiracy Thursday, and uh, we're going to do our top list as well. well. We'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Conspiracy Thursday. We got our top list, and of course, we're going to play Schnip Schnapp Schnur. Right now, though, it's time for News Quickies. It's time for News Quickies. World news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now, here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Mad Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Study find beards evolved so men could take punches to the head. So <laughs> research shows that facial hair might be have evolved to help fight hungry humans absorb blows better to the head. The Integrative Organismal Biology Journal published this new study and said we found that fully furried samples were capable of of absorbing more energy than plucked and sheared samples. And they did this, this experiment, but they didn't use actual humans. They, they used epoxy composite skull covered in several different styles of sheep.
sheepskin, some plucked, some trimmed, and some not. And they found that peak force was 16% greater and total energy absorbed was 37% greater in the furried compared to the plucked samples. And researchers concluded that the beard may function similarly to the mane of a lion or a baboon, serving to protect vital areas of the throat and jaw from lethal attacks during a fight and especially the most vulnerable regions of the body, the chin. Go ahead, Gimpy. This is probably the stupidest study ever. For one, I mean, why? Why is this important at all whatsoever? Two, of course the beard's going to take in and absorb the energy off your fresh, clean skin. That's what it does. It's a barrier between whatever's hitting you and your face. I just don't get, I don't understand how this is important. Well, I mean, the reason that they're doing this study is because they've figured out cancer. Oh, no, wait, that's not it. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. It, <laughs> any type of obstruction towards force will break it down. Yeah. That's not science. Yeah, you guys could take I mean, a pinch. it is pinch science, but it's, you don't need to do a study me. for that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it wouldn't stop you from getting knocked out. True statement. That beard ain't going to stop a fist. It may, and in fact, I don't think that it's not going to hurt any, any more or less. I think it's going to be the exact same. No. If you get punched with a beard, no. But if you're talking beard, like in fighting, you'll take the ten percentage point of like it's going to save me from getting knocked out. Like if one percent stops it from me getting knocked out, mm -hmm. then I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I guess. I guess. It's just bizarre. Very bizarre study. Scientific. Guys with clipboards and lab coats study. I, I right. Mean, I guess Answer. bored. Right? You got nothing else to do. Right. Hmm. A woman gets pelted with poultry. So there's this guy named Thomas Reese. Him and his old lady got in a bit of an argument over family issue. Didn't really say what the issue was, but... Tommy didn't like what she had to say, so he got mad, and he threw a piece of raw chicken at her. Hit her in the back of the head. Dunk. Uh, his old lady didn't like that too much. So what'd she do? Gathers up all of his clothes and, you know, emergency belongings or whatever. Whatever she could fit in this laundry basket, puts it next to the, next to the door and says, Tommy, it's time to go. You gotta leave. Well, Tommy wasn't having that either. So he picks up the laundry basket and whirls it across the room accidentally, maybe on purpose, but I'm going to say accidentally hit the woman with the laundry basket as well. Well, crap. Now the cops are involved because they're fighting and arguing, throwing stuff at each other. They ended up taking him in for domestic, and he was released later on, but said you can't be going home to your old lady. Childish, man. Childish. What did you do to get in here? I, I robbed a bank. Oh, what did you do? murdered somebody what'd you do i threw raw chicken right you get salmonella man that stuff is deadly <laughs> right he's the deadliest person in there right <laughs> i love this story it encompasses everything that this segment is man accused of killing lover during sex so according to court documents in texas a man has been accused of killing his lover during a violent sex game gone wrong. What? Unbelievable, right? 82-year-old Alan Bischoff of Houston is charged oh with aggravated God. assault <laughs> of a family Alan. member. And I can get up. 
for the death of 65-year-old Craig Lamell. I don't know if you heard me. I'll say it again. 82-year-old Alan Bischoff of Houston is charged with aggravated assault of a family member for the death of 65-year-old Craig Lamell. So he was banging his younger 65-year-old family member? You got it, Gimpy. <laughs> Only in Texas. Again, this, this, this story encompasses everything this segment is. Because the headline is misleading. It sounds very innocent. Besides the death part. Right? Headline, man accused of killing lover during sex. Oh, passionate throes of love. Wait, he's 82. Hold the phone. It's his family member? Um, Amel died from bleeding on the brain following a stay in the hospital ICU. Police say the 82-year-old admitted in a computer document and to them that the two men were in a secret sadomasochist affair for four years. (laughs) (laughs) The 82-year-old claims that he violently beat Lamel at his own request for sexual pleasure causing him to sustain injuries to the face, upper body, and arms. The victim's death was ruled a homicide from blunt force trauma. The 82-year-old's confession letter was found on a work computer, which detailed how the married man wanted to kill himself for the accidental death of his lover. Which happens to be a family member. And a dude. (laughs) All right. AARP members. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, kudos to the old 82-year-old guy for being able to hit so hard that, I mean, he caused trauma. I mean, because <laughs> I think 82-year-old, man, you're feeble, and you're going to break something just, you know, bumping into a table yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, he pounded this yeah. guy enough to where it, it ended up killing him. <laughs> yeah. Except think of it more of like being in prison and all you have is a very tiny file and you can only go a little bit at a time. Okay. Over time, yeah, initially you're not doing much work, but mm. you know, over time you're going to get through that bar. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It may take 15 years, but so he's more get like, there. uh, uh, slap, slap, slap. But you know, 40 minute session of that, you're going to be bruised, <laughs> right, from an 82 year old man. <laughs> An 82-year-old man has been involved in a secret sadomasochist affair for four years. Marinate on that for a while. <laughs> All these stories, if you want more, are on our Facebook page at <laughs> facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And it's time for uh, Balls to the Wall Sports. There we go. The NCAA lifts ban to allow athletes to return to campus in June. Athletes will be allowed on campus for voluntary individual workouts beginning June 1st. The NCAA Division I Council lifted a ban for on-campus activities from June 1st to June 30th. Multiple outlets report. 
football and men and women's basketball players will be uh, the first allowed on campus for the voluntary workouts. On-field coaches can have no interaction with players, but strength staff members are expected to be allowed to supervise activity. No footballs or basketballs will be permitted the first couple of weeks. <laughs> so they're not so using any just... tools for their for what they're doing, hence the balls in this story. <laughs> And their coaches can't coach them in in person. They, what they have to do it uh, virtually, I guess. Yeah, or they leave a sheet of paper up. Okay, yeah, because kids will follow that. <laughs> the workout for today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've got to. Ch- I mean, it's if anything, most of these players were probably working out on their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes the way they work around it is they go, "Hey, here's a facility you can go to," and then the coach talks to the facility. Okay. And then the facility gives them the workout or whatever, right? Most of the coaching that's happening on the collegiate level out of season is strength and conditioning. And those people can supervise, but, no- but just no hands-on, up-in-your-face kind of working with them. Right, so like balls? the strength and conditioning coach mm-hmm. could give them, you know, hey, this. Yeah, I know, Sam, it would be a shock to not be able to, you know, juggle some balls while you're, you know, learning the best sport in the world, whatever that is. Yeah, they just like oh, pretend to dribble okay. or like <laughs> rotate. Yeah, just keep rotating. They're like, no, 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 you don't have it right. You got to squeeze the ball and rotate no. your arm. No. You're not rotating no. it. Yeah. No. At that level, no. Sam, they already know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this isn't they're like, ball. Yeah, they're like, virtually, I just want to see your form. So just pretend that you have a ball in your hand and, you know, one, two, three. <gasps> Yeah, at that level, Sam, they're they're learning a new way to do what they do, or they're finessing their technique. So they're not working on, you know, hey, this. How do you throw the ball? It's hey, have you? How's your drop step working as like a quarterback or a lineman, right? Mm -hmm. Or how's your route running? That type of thing. They're not going. All right, listen. You take and you put your pinky here and your thumb here. (laughs) They're not doing that. So you're telling me that like none of the athletes are disappointed that there are no balls allowed. They're like, that's fine. I just uh, needed I mean, to run I'm, better. I'm telling you that they're probably using them anyway. Just n- there's no, there's no, you know what I mean? Like at their home or wherever. Just not publicly at the training facility where they go. Yes. Mm. They just can't workouts. train at the training facility. They can't tell them they can never touch a ball. <laughs> I don't want to be ballless. You are. I just want to go work out and have my hands on a ball at least. We'll get you one of those stress balls if that's one of the if that's the case. You know. Hey, this isn't Netflix and chill for you, Sam. (laughs) I just want to hang out with a ball in my hand. That's it. That's all I want to do. Or run with it. It's fine. Um, expect <laughs> expect NBA games to be played in Florida if the league is able to resume the season. The Athletic reports the NBA views Orlando slash Disney World as a clear front runner to host games. The NBA is partial to the idea of a bubble city with players gathered in one spot, and Las Vegas has also been considered. I don't get this. So basically, they'd be like, you know, tents mm. that house basketball courts and camera crews. And that's it. That doesn't make sense. No, it'll be uh, weird. If I was a player, I would really be like, Disneyland, Disneyland. That's where I would want to go play. I don't think they care. 
don't that think would they be care dope. about that part. And uh, or, uh, I, I think I that know, part of the NBA Vegas. is the is the glitz, like what they do, right? It's their presentation. It's all of it. It looks like a super big deal. Mm-hmm. And when you put it in a bubble, it doesn't look very awesome. Yeah, it diminishes everything. The star studdedness has- of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. They all have Mickey Mouse ears on, cheering for their favorite team. <laughs> as long as it's got their name on the back of it. That cost you extra. Yeah, personalized one. Know. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yippee. And they had like this weird calligraphy machine, too. When you do it, you'd give it to them, and they had this. It looked like a sewing machine, but it had like a stick, like a helicopter stick. And they like wrote your name with the stick, but it was really violent. It wasn't grr, 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 to put your name on the chick, 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 on the back of this beanie. I'm sure they've sophisticated that a lot since I went in like '87. <laughs> yeah, right. Gimpy's like, stop rubbing it in. Real man, real. <laughs> one of these, one of these days, I'll get to go to the Disneyland. Mm. <laughs> Probably Aww. shut down no, by the time won't. I get around there. Exactly. I don't think you'll ever go. <laughs> I don't think I will either. To be quite honest with you, I'm nearly 65, and I think that it's just time has passed. <laughs> time has passed. I just don't. I don't, don't see you spending the money to rides. go. I think if if you had the money to go on a trip that mm-hmm. that would cost, I think you would do something else. I don't think that's a top of your priority list. Yeah. Hawaii being, you know, namely one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sounds like way more fun than standing in line for three hours for a 15 second ride and Dude, for soggy fries for soggy pass. fries yeah a fast pass like i'm gonna spend the money on a fast pass <laughs> pay for a fast pass <laughs> to then still stand in line for real because why everybody's got yeah. the fast pass mm-hmm. mm, poor gimpy that's also all sports i'm steven sam on 97.5 kmod <laughs> Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. We're going to play Schnip Schnapp Schnur coming up in about 23 minutes. we got Conspiracy Thursday. We've also got our top list. But right now, it's time to see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Be around the world. Take my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train. On the Gimp train. Be around the world. Take my, my strong hand. Get on the Damn train, damn train. Nothing gets me going in the morning like old men getting raped. So I, uh, I read the story on Tuesday, news quickie story about a guy who was caught uh, fondling himself at a red light, and he got in trouble for it. So as I'm putting that news story together, I am looking for a preview picture, something nutty, something weird, something to do with testicles, whatever. And I come across a lot of articles, interesting articles about testicles. That's what I was going to talk about today. Instead, last night, I got this email that I had to share with you guys. I had to share with you guys, okay? So I reached back out to the, to the person who sent it to me. Hey, can I share this email on the air tomorrow? Yeah, man. Just uh, don't use my name. I just it, think, I just... Hey, just I want to point out mm-hmm. that I appreciate you disclaiming. So when we go through your search history and find that you searched a bunch of balls, <laughs> that that would be the reason why. Absolutely, I don't need anything misconstrued. Because we didn't need to know that, but I'm glad you're telling us. So Certainly. now we know that you are very heterosexual. Yes, yes. Sounds like an alibi. Right, right, right. What were you doing today? I was researching. 
<laughs> testicles for mm-hmm. work. Testicles You know for a story show. from a few days ago? Right. I used that as a launching right. point to do more investigation about balls. <laughs> well, and it has zero to do with my desire for balls. Yes, absolutely. I just wanted to educate our listeners. Well, I got this. Sure. <laughs> I got this email last night, and the person that sent it to me is like, yeah, just uh, it's from a Kansas listener. Didn't want the name mentioned. All right, I can respect that. So we'll just go ahead and start with the subject line here and take it from there. The subject line. Top 10 reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I love the connection. Yeah, right? It kind of, you know, just forms right together. Uh, So I read this and I'm like, oh, geez. All right. Well, this will be fun to talk about. Because they're a pussy because they can't put their name on it? Well, they put their name on it. They just didn't want me to use their name. No, they don't want their name oh, said because right, right, they're okay. a pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't want to be Because they're a snowflake. Mm-hmm, they can't handle mm-hmm, anything. Mm-hmm. So all the Kansas listeners, it could be you. All the people listening in Kansas, they're probably thinking, oh, hell, is this me? Is this me? Nonetheless, uh, taking it at number 10. Number 10, top 10 reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Loves emo music. <laughs> We talked about that. I believe it was the dump <laughs> that we talked about emo music and, and how, yeah. how he likes it or whatever, which, okay, listen, it's your man. It's your life. It's, it's your choices. If you choose to love emo music, have at it, right? And Corbin, Phil, I love what does it. that have to do with being a Democrat? I, just, just, I'm wondering. I don't know, to be honest with you. I have no idea what any of these reasons have to do with being gay or a Democrat or a gay Democrat. I just thought it was funny. Okay. And, uh, Corbin, if you want to explain your uh, way on any of these, go for it. Okay? So, number 10. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to explain the connection there, like Mm -hmm. Sam pointed out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah. Then, then I'm I'm a flaming libertard. See, that's the thing. I don't know your political. Then I am too, because I like emo music. Maybe. So, hey, this isn't I mean, about you, Sam. God, let it be about me, okay? No. For real, this isn't the top ten reasons I know Corbin <laughs> and Sam are gay Democrats. It's just Corbin. Right? Okay, that's fine. Then we can put that. Do it that way. <laughs> Number nine doesn't know s about fishing, hunting, camping, or basically anything outdoors. Okay. That was number nine on the list of top ten reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. So Democrats don't know, or gay people, don't know anything about hunting, fishing, being outdoors, any of that stuff. Any of that stuff. That apparently is what this Kansas listener says. Okay, Corbin doesn't know S about fishing, hunting, camping, or basically anything outdoors. Which, okay, I mean... You don't talk a lot about hunting, camping, fishing. You have talked about wanting to take up uh, bow hunting. You've talked about, you showed interest yeah. in that before. So maybe it's a beard. Who knows? Okay. I'm just reading off the list that, <laughs> that Kansas listener has sent me. Okay. <laughs> I love that it's a beard. I love that. Yeah. Number eight, drives an Audi. Okay. Well, I mean, it's your vehicle, bro. It's your life. Drive what you want to drive. Have I mentioned I drive an Audi on air? Oh, yes. With a question Maybe mark once. at the end. Yeah. It's not something that you bring up in conversation like you're uberly proud about. Be like, hmm, look at me and my Audi. <laughs> no, nothing like okay. that. Uh, number seven. That's fine. Number seven is, and this is one that I kind of don't understand here because I read this and I was like. Oh, this is the one? 
Well, yeah, I mean, this is one of them. <laughs> this is one of them. But it's like, I don't think he's ever mentioned anything about this at all whatsoever. Oh, okay. Number seven is concerned about the color of his shirt. I think, I think the spawns from last week when Sam and I wore the same orange color and you did not. Uh, I think that's where that comes from. But are you really concerned okay. about the color of your shirt? I mean, does that keep you up at night, Corbin? I mean, technically, it would. I mean, the the cliche of you're homosexual because you care about how you dress. Okay, uh, is right. that homosexual? So if, I, mean, I guess if caring about appearance makes me homosexual, then I guess I am. Okay, I always thought because I was, care about my appearance. It's like a metro thing, metrosexual. You're not a homosexual. You're metrosexual. You like to care about how okay. you look and your appearance. Or what? I don't know. It's just the fun list that the dude said. I me. love this list. <laughs> Num- this is way better than balls, Gimpy. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not far away. <laughs> Number six on the top ten reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Paid people to pick up his own dog's S. Fun fact, didn't pay somebody. They did it because they liked the show for free. So, E-A-D. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that, okay? And if that makes me a gay Democrat, then okay. Because picking up dog crap sucks. Running over yeah. it with the lawnmower sucks. Stepping in it while you're trying to run over it with the lawnmower sucks. All right, so if you got somebody... If it makes me gay because I'm successful enough <laughs> to pay someone, if I did pay someone... So I don't have to do it, then okay. Right. Be flaming then, huh? <laughs> I'm confident people of another political party pay people to do things like that. I don't think um, political affiliation has anything to do with it. It's more, I got the money to do What about so. sexual preference? Uh, maybe. No. No, that has nothing to do with it at all. <laughs> it's I've got the money to okay. do it, and I don't have to, so why... Why the hell not? If I could afford somebody to come in and clean my house and pick up the dog crap out of the backyard, then yeah, why the hell not? Yeah. Number five. Every day. I will gladly do that (laughs) every day. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, Number five on the top ten reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Wakes up on Saturday excited to clean toilets. Is that true, Corbin? Nope, never said that. Huh? I know you've mentioned before that you have an, I don't want to say a passion or affection, whatever, but you have you make your own cleaning products is where I'm getting at. You make your own <laughs> cleaning products. We've now talked that about makes before. me gay and a Democrat. <laughs> we have <laughs> talked about that before. Uh, now, well, I mean, you like cleaning toilets. Okay. I, okay, whatever, man. It is what it is. I don't like cleaning toilets. I like getting up early, and I get up early on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I like cleaning because it's something that I can totally be in control of and be in my moment. Mm-hmm. And that's you. That's your thing. Your thing, cleaning, whether it's a toilet or a bathtub but or a sink or whatever. Just for the record, mm-hmm. Mr. Kansas, I do it on Mondays. <laughs> oh, you so you don't clean your toilets on Saturdays. You do that. It's a Monday thing. No. <laughs> get no. past the weekend Monday after the, the heavy eating. Tuesday's and, dusting. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four on the top ten reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. It says here that he's scared of bugs. Yeah. Terrified, actually. 
Any, they'll make me scream. Anyone? Now, as the only male in the house, mm-hmm. if there's a bug, I have to go get it. Yeah, like I'm the I'm the responsible party. So, am I scared of them? Yes, but I have no problem killing them. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say, Sam? I'm sorry. Oh, nothing. I was gonna say. I think it was the cicadas we were talking about. Those are the worst. That and you're like, yeah, I'm scared right? of those. <laughs> Text that came in. Yeah. How do you know someone's a gay Democrat? They make a list like this. So what this listener is saying is that Kansas person here is projecting their feelings out on you, Corbin. Uh, okay. I Listen, I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with this list. They're just missing the mark. How many do we have left? Uh, we're on number three, so there's only a few left here. There's only okay. Left. I mean, I'm hoping these final three will be actual ones that would designate me in some cliche manner. Because well, these are all not cliche at all. Right, right. Uh, number three calls pistol magazines, quote, clips, not magazines. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Call it what you want. That's where the bullets go into. Yeah, I, okay. Uh, number and plus, you're kind of canceling out. When you, when you use the argument that I don't know anything about camping or outdoors, and then you use it again mm-hmm. for another thing like this, mm-hmm. you're kind of using the same thing twice. You're Cypress Hilling us. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Corbin, because number two drives an Audi, which, if you don't remember, was the same as number eight. <laughs> yeah, because he ran out. He had to put on there twice. The right. number of things so I will let you know, fine, sir, that make me a homosexual <laughs> or a Democrat, the list is quite short, like myself. <laughs> and then the number one reason... I know Corbin is a gay Democrat from Kansas listener. This is not my list. This is from Kansas listener. Is Interesting you keep disclaiming it that way. <laughs> I'm just letting mm-hmm. you know, man. Letting you know. I'll even show you the email. See? It doesn't have Give Me a Gay on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You could send it yourself. It does have 420 right. all day. <laughs> right, right. I made up this, uh, this uh, email address strictly for this segment. I got to cover my tracks somehow, <laughs> right? Uh, the number one reason. And I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Can't make it through the movie Armageddon without crying. That's what he says is the number one reason. Yeah. I mean, if all those things are true, that that, that those traits mm-hmm. make me someone who likes the uh, same sex and <laughs> vote for taking care of others, then yeah, I am 100% that. I... If that's what that list does. I cried during an animated movie called Mars Needs Moms. Okay, so I mean, what does that make me then? Because Armageddon, that's a purposely sad movie. Well, I don't know about purposely, it's, but it is. Same way, with, I don't know about Mars Needs Mom is purposely sad. It just hit me because of Mama. That's it. But I mean, I think we all, right. as dudes, there's a movie that we cry in or cry during or whatever. Sam, what do you think are some traits that would make me a homosexual Democrat? <laughs> that you know, because um, you know me pretty well. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have an answer for that because I don't know what, right, no, what, just, what makes someone a gay Democrat. No, what would make someone a day Democrat, day gay Democrat, is if they, you know, were attracted <laughs> to the same sex, and that's how they voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, on the literal terms, uh, uh, that's exactly yes. what it is. Yeah. Yes. But, but um, I don't know. 
like, I don't know what trait then I could be like, oh, for sure that guy's a gay Democrat. If you had a bumper sticker of a rainbow flag, you know, next to whoever is running against Trump, then I'd be like, yeah, that guy's a gay Democrat on his with his Audi. <laughs> it would take those two bumper uh, how stickers. How about let me let me help you out here. Uh, I do all the cooking. OK. Some guys could see. That. I read recipes. Mm hmm. Some guys. Uh, let's go. I charitably give money every year to people. Uh, I have a set of clothes I only wear when I go out. Ha! Gay! Uh, let's say. Um, now I'm and I've lost the ones I was going with. Oh, I buy clothes. My wife trusts me to buy clothes for her. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. You've, got that, you've got that niche. Um, here's that one that like doesn't make me gay. Mm-hmm. I've never kissed another man. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I did. So it was to impress the other ladies. I didn't do it because I'm like, hey, listen, hey, Chris. I've also What's never up? searched at at nauseum on balls. But that was for a bit, man. Come on, man. This is not like again with the excuses. <laughs> this one. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, sure. I regularly search right. penises for a bit. It just I just haven't done it yet. Uh, this. Maybe, maybe next. Uh, <laughs> this has been. I think this list is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I love so. it. I thought so. That's why I wanted to share it. I would say definitely the making your own. Um, cleaning supplies, I think that belongs on that list. For sure. For sure. I can't re- I want to say I've heard you say you made made your own candles once, but I'm not I've 100%. Tried it, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. I would put that on that list as well. I'm quite crafty. Yeah, yeah. Crafty, there you go. Mm-hmm. Not handy. Crafty and handy are two totally different things. <laughs> crafty, you're making you're making chemicals for your own cleaning supplies. You're, you got a Pinterest board or whatever. I think handy, is, <laughs> you know, you can, you know, replace the door or the roof on your house or if, you know, uh, your sink breaks or something. That would be, that would be handy compared to crafty. Uh, right, he can make a mean like sourdough the, bread. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you love baking. There you go. You love mm-hmm. baking bread and baking food. So that would that would be one to put on your list. Ooh, I thought one. Ooh, I'm really good at smoking yeast. meat. Smoking meats. Oh, that. Looking for yeast, as is, Sam said. Oh. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, those, I think smoking meats for sure puts me in a classification of. Uh, of uh, I guess being a homosexual, <laughs> maybe depends on how. how I mean, I do it on a hasty bake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but you're still. Smoking I make my own barbecue meat. sauce. Okay. Okay. I don't. I think there's a lot of pitmasters, a lot of straight pitmasters out there that make their own barbecue sauce. So I wouldn't put that on the on the uh, list of homosexual democratic stuff that you do. Okay, but those other ones were completely okay. Oh, yeah, yes. Totally fine. Totally fine. So, uh, a couple of texts rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, let's see here. No eyebrows was another one. And the question of giving to charity makes you gay. Whatever. Anyhow, top ten reasons. This says Corbin has kissed another man as well. He said it himself. Your dad. That doesn't and count, I've kissed though. my dad. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, your parents don't count. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't remember saying that. Um, if you remember the details, I'd love for you to remind me because I will totally take that back. Uh, uh, but Gimpy has kissed not one, 
but more than one man. It was just the one guy. It was just the one guy. <laughs> the one night. Yeah, I feel like you've told two different stories. I don't think I yeah. Yeah, I think I would remember if I made out with more than one dude in my life. No. No, you wouldn't. Out of convenience, you wouldn't. Out of convenience. Listen, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> well, uh, I forgot what the other guy's name was. Hmm. Damn it. That is a fantastic list. Yeah, I, thought, I appreciate that. I thought that was interesting. I actually, I think this is quite weak. In all honesty, uh, I think our listeners could do better at giving reasons what would make me fall into those categories. Yeah, which, by we the way, I don't see either one of those as an abomination. Oh, any of these ten on that list that the uh, Kansas listener had made? No, to be one of those two classifications. To, well, to be a gay or a Democrat. Yeah, I don't think either one of those is bad. Neither one of them separately, but apparently if you put them both together, boy, it's just, it's worst, man. It's the worst. I love the idea that the opposite of that list would be the top 10 things that make Corbin a heterosexual and Republican. I love that because that wouldn't be bad either. I'm just saying that it's funny that you're trying to put those in such a negative light. And it's nothing. It's nothing at all. That was awesome. It's nothing at all. Anyhow, I thought that was fun to share with you. And how many was it? Oh, it was 10. Top 10 reasons I know Corbin is a gay Democrat. Really, it was nine because he gave two two reasons in the same It was less than nine. Right. Technically, it's like seven because- He did Audi twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then He did the the hunting or outdoors thing twice. Essentially. Guns and outdoor stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. If you think yeah, of something, that's send, fun. send it in. I'd like to know why you send it think, on. Why you think Corbin's a gay Democrat? Be around the world, <laughs> take my strong hand, get on the give train, on the give train. Be around the world, take my my strong hand, get on the give train, give train. Sometimes I'll see the little beat come out and then I stomp it. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Got something in your mouth there, buddy? According to Kansas guy, I do. Uh, it's time to play a little game. Thursdays, we play Schnip Schnapp Schnur. The current record is... Corby, the gay Democrat, is in the lead with eight. Sammy and I are tied with five. Last week's winner was... That would be the Gay Democrat. It would be you. So Sam and Gimpy will be playing at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. And uh, let's go to the phones and get our first contestant. Good good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Preston. What was it? Preston. Preston. Preston, how are you today, sir? Pretty good, you? Good man. Who do you want to recluse, Sam or Gimpy? Uh, Sam. All right, Preston. 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
Here we go. Okay, these are like special kinds of signs that light up bright and like a lot of beer signs. And they are known as um, what? Yep, Neon. you got it. Yep, you got it. Um, this is what you would use if you're going to smoke a cigarette and it creates fire. You use a... Lighter? Yes. Um, this is... Oh, um, I got into a car. If you got like into a collision, you'd be like... Car wreck. You'd be like, I got into a car. Not a wreck, car. but a... Crash. Uh, kids have these when they ask, when they poop their pants. Diapers. Nope, you have a. Nope, the the kid had a. Uh. Uh. A. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Time, time, time. I'm sorry, man. The two is what I got. All right, three. Preston, are you still there? Yeah. No, you didn't get the last one, Okay, Preston, one, you got two, man. Hang on the line. Two might be good enough. Don't go anywhere, okay? Okay. Whew. All right. Um, good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Chris. Chris, how are you today? All right, how are you? Good, man. You and Gimpy, you've got to beat two. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this is something that you play on the links, and they're little round things that have dimples in them. That you play on the links? Mm -hmm. You use a club, and you hit this with it. A ball, a golf ball. Yeah, that's right. Okay, um, it's another word for big. Donald Trump says this is going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, when you urinate on somebody, it's known as a blank shower. Golden shower. Yes. <laughs> uh, some people who want to rule everything in your world, those people are known as what? They want to tell you what to do, how to wear, what to wear, when to wear it. They would be blank bitches. Uh, bossy? Something like that. Okay, for a PlayStation, you use this to make your character move around. That's known as oh, a... controller. Okay, so what is the... If somebody is control, what's another word for that? Finish it off. Hey, I'm good enough for that one. Time. Three is good enough for the win, man. Chris, congratulations. You've won, man. I need you to hang on the line so Gimpy can talk to you, okay? All right, buddy, stay, stay put there. Uh, Preston, I'm sorry, man. Two wasn't good enough today. Preston bounced. He's like, you know what? I ain't even messing with this. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what happened? It looked like you kind of gave up on that last question. No, I was just waiting for him to put it together. I think she was on the right path with another word for car yeah. crash, a car wreck. I think if you would have said a kid had an blank in his diaper, because you kept saying A. And typically when I, I know grammar with Gimpy, weird, 
but A, when you're using like vowels and stuff, it'd be an, A-N, not A. And that's, I think that's what was throwing Preston off because you have a accident. You have an accident, I think would have made more sense. Maybe, I probably would have given more examples of them in a row, right? Mm. Like I probably would have said, this is a non-intentional event that results in some sort of mess. Usually it's in a, a car wreck. It's another name for a car wreck. Sometimes when milk gets spilled at the table, you have a blank. Uh, if you go to the bathroom, but it seeps out of your pants, mm. that's a blank. Okay. Okay. Accident. Accident was the word. Uh-oh. And then Gimpy, I feel like you were almost there with your last one. Mm. I would have been like, oh, if a dude doesn't let a girl do anything and goes through her phone and hey, she always has to answer him, that guy would be known as... A jerk. This. A douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I would have probably went with... Um, yeah. Corbin is a blank face jerk-off. Ah. That's actually been said on the air before from a listener. Yes, it has. <laughs> controlling. The word is yeah. controlling. Yeah, I, I tried to go that route with, you know, the person that tells you what to do and how to do it, but I, he wasn't getting mm -hmm. it, so that's why I moved on to the PlayStation reference and then just, God dang it, ran out of yeah. time on that one. So I think it was good. Doesn't matter because you did get the win. Boom, pow. And now the record is? Well, that uh, keeps Corbin at eight, moves me to six, and then boots Sammy to the rear with five. All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's go ahead and get balls to the wall sports going. Ohio State football is preparing for fans in the stands this fall, but a lot fewer than, than normal. Ad Gene Smith says they've come up with a social distancing model of 20 to 22,000 fans and potentially 40 to 50,000 fans if guidelines are relaxed. O Ohio Stadium's capacity is more than 100,000. See, this I kind of don't get because even if you do space them out perfectly in the stadium, Getting everybody, getting 22,000 people into the stadium is really hard to do with social distancing. How are you going to keep those people six feet apart? You'll have in a the time. parking lot. You'll have a time. It'll be like, all right, Sam, you go. Count to 10. All right, Corbin, you go. Count to 10. Or at least space them out six feet as they get into the gate or whatever. Next one and next one and next one in. Yeah, well, I'm talking about trying, like, though. the park. Yeah, you're well, right. Well, Sam. I guess I'm talking about the parking lot and not them actually getting in the stadium. The part before that, mm. like when people have other people park their cars or tailgating or whatever, how do you control social distancing before they get into the stadium? Yeah, the same way they do at Walmart. <laughs> they don't. I was going to suggest extra security, hire some extra guards to police the parking lot. Yeah, it's going to suck, but I mean, that's the really <laughs> the only way that you could 
control it. And even then, even then, once they're in the stadium, we talked about it yesterday, people don't care. They're going to do what they want to do. They're going to sit next to other people. They're going to, you know, it's it's going to be a mess. It's going to well, be free will. Plus, like, you're... You're plus, you're plus one, like me and Jeff, we have been together in quarantine, so we can stand together because if he has it, I have it. Like, we have been together. So how then is, like, oh, we can be six feet apart from Corbin and his wife or Gimpy and his girlfriend. Like, how do you police that? Like, no, 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 they're, they're in my party. We live in the same house. Prove it. Yeah, I, I think you're totally right. But right. <laughs> one of the things that happens at a football game is that it's extremely exhilarating when your team scores and you high-five the people around you. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how they're going to stop that. But I think it's important to try and get that figured out. And at least they're coming up with some plan because everybody's afraid to do something and try something. That's the UFC was like, we'll be the mm-hmm. guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Right? The P- PBR, we'll be the guinea pig. And so at least they're coming up with an idea and sharing what the idea is with everybody. That's how you get feedback and grow from that. Rather than like, oh, we don't know. We don't know. We're not telling anybody. We're not telling anybody what the plan. At least they're trying. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. At least they're trying. It just seems that would be really hard to control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Balls the Law Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I get labeled sometimes of being uh, skeptical, along with a uh, gay Democrat, <laughs> uh, skeptical, where I question things. And this for Conspiracy Thursday is a reason why. Everybody should be familiar with the famous landmark case, Roe versus Wade. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this conspiracy isn't about which side you fall on. Jane Roe, the plaintiff in that case, died in 2017 at the age of 69. There's a documentary on her life, but her real name is Norma McCorvey. And she reveals that shortly before her death, she refers to it as a deathbed confession. Now, her role in that Supreme Court case centered around her inability to get an abortion in Texas, for those that don't know. She recanted her pro-choice stance and became an anti-abortion activist, much to the surprise of people. Makes sense. But she reveals that that pro-choice stance was all an act. She says in her deathbed confession, ultra-conservative groups paid her to make her reversal happen. She says she took the money 
and they'd put me out in front of the cameras and tell me what to say. That's what I'd say. Wow. I did it well, too. I'm a good actress, she said. She reportedly received at least $456,000 for taking the stance. Wow. A lot what? of money at that time. Well, it's a lot of money right now, but it's a lot of money at it's that time. It's a lot of money, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this has people on both sides shocked, calling her a liar. I mean, uh, probably something she's been used to since this happened, right? In terms of a land and being made fun of and yelled at and everything else. So... When I read things like this, all I do is go, well, I don't know who to believe now. Because now you don't know if someone's telling the truth. They might be getting paid. How would you know? And for them to come out on their deathbed and go, well, I was getting paid. What are you doing? Exposing the government. That literally makes you not a good person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but okay. I'm with you. That makes you not a good person. But if you are broke... Don't have any money, and someone's like, "Hey, I'm going to give you, you know, the equivalent of millions of dollars. I just need you to say this: What is something that you believe in so much that you'd be like, no, I'd rather struggle and figure out a different way to get money." The, I mean, I don't know what that would be because I believe the only thing no one can take from you, but you give away, is your reputation. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. But also, your reputation doesn't put food on the table. So if you like no, hard work are does. broke and someone, and well, and I guess that's just my question. I guess to both of you, is there something that you believe in so strongly that you wouldn't take millions of dollars to say that you are like not against or for whatever? That's tough because for me personally, I mean, it's going to sound crappy, but I don't think I believe passionately about anything like that to where it's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and sell out. I believe in what I believe, and if you don't like it, then suck it. Sorry. Have a nice day. I I, I can figure out my life. I don't need your money. I want to stand by who I am and my beliefs. And I think it's important to point out, Sam. Hold on. I think it's important to point out, Sam, that this isn't, hey, my job and what I do, or hey, suddenly I'm going to do my podcast exclusively on Spotify, or hey, I'm going to go work for this other company and sell it. This is changing your stance as the face of a giant movement in our time in history. Mm-hmm. There you go. So to me, what and you're I'm asking trying- is a way different type of question. Because of the amount of weight that this carries. People on both sides hung on every word she said. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask, Gimpy, if someone was like, hey, I'm going to give you millions of dollars. I just need you to start saying that weed is bad and it shouldn't be legalized and that, you know, no one should smoke it. Including you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we're going to give you millions of dollars. Oh man, I love the offer, but as I'm sitting there hitting that blunt, I'm going to blow the smoke right in their face and tell them to piss off because <laughs> <Okay>. no, 
No, I'm not changing who I am. I'm not changing my beliefs for money. Two million. Not a lot of money. No. <laughs> Five. <sighs> Piss off. <laughs> really? For five okay. million? Yeah, that's a lot of money. But what's going to happen? Because if, hold on now, Sam. But what's going to happen? I take this cash, and I have been pro marijuana all my life, and I take this five million dollars, mm-hmm. and I go up on the stand, and I go in front of television, and I go in front of all these people, and I'm telling you, marijuana's bad. Okay. And then somebody catches me out, token up because I still believe. Okay, I'm still standing my, by, by my beliefs. I'm just taking their money because I want their money. Well, then that, like Corbin said, the only thing that people can't take from you is your reputation. And the moment that I get busted, token up because I still believe, then my reputation's gone. And anything that I believe in is just, you know, it's out the window. Anything that I ever say then after that is out the window. So, yeah, $5 million, that's a lot of money. But I ain't going to do it. Okay. For a hundred million. One hundred million dollars. Yeah. Do you care about your reputation in your mansion with all your cars and all your things? Do you care what people think about you then? Yes. I've always cared what people think about me. It's not about caring what people think about you. It's not what it's not about caring what people think about you. By standing It's about walking with your head tall and your shoulders back and having pride of who you are and be able to look at your kids and your family in the face and go, I'm a man of my word. Sammy, let me let me reverse that now question. Now go play in the movie theater. Let me let me reverse that question on you. Huh? If, if, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like Hold in on, your mansion. What does play in the movie theater you mean? Know, oh, because you got all this stuff like, in your mansion. I meant like Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have all this money. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah, have, go pl- now. Go go to the bowling alley. Right, right, right. Go Got have it. fun driving your Bugatti around or whatever. Yeah, I'm good on that. Right, <laughs> Sammy. If somebody came to you and offered you 100 million dollars to say that all pugs should be dead and they should never breed again, and we're just going to eradicate the world of pugs or Frenchies, whatever your choice is that Ooh. day, are you? Gonna and you can never it? hug Ooh. them, pet them, exactly. have pictures of them. Exactly. Are you going? Are you going to take the money? Or are you going to tell them to piss off? Mm, that you're right. That is hard. That would be so. And I can't secretly. Like, I can't say that to everybody and then secretly own a pug. Is what you mean? Like I can never touch one again. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Same reason I couldn't never toke again. I couldn't have edible. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take my medicine. I couldn't do any of that because I took your money. And now I'm going to tell everybody that marijuana's bad, okay? Would you? A hundred million dollars. Would you take it? Yep, I think I'd, yep, I think I'd find a new favorite dog to like. I know, but here's million. the thing. Using an absurd amount like a hundred million dollars mm. to prove your point is not fair. It's not realistic. Just go with what she She didn't even got. get a hundred million dollars. Go with what she got, $450,000. Mm, for that much money, no. Mm. Not for any amount, because you're, you're you're just you're you're losing. You're selling your beliefs. You're selling yourself, and I don't I don't think that's right. Uh, some people texting in, and I think there's some really great takes here. Uh, so the way to keep oh no, uh, how do we know she's not lying on her deathbed? Hmm. She may just be trying to cause chaos on her way out. That's true. Now we don't know when she's telling the truth. Yeah. Here's another one. 
All I'm saying is for $2 million, I'll tell everyone my 6'4", 300-pound-plus ass likes hot dogs in precarious places. Here's another one. Y'all have too much pride. Get your money. Here's another one. I've never cared about what people think of me. As long as I'm happy with who I am and what I've done, then that's all that matters. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And you have to live and with y'all, yourself. y'all have too much pride. Get your money. Okay, if that's you can live that attitude. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the right way to live life. I don't think. Bear with me. The that's the Christian way to live. Because <laughs> you're not being honorable. You're not being true. That's one thing I can't stand the most is fake people, fake ass people, and you're selling out. So you like hate this. everyone then. Everybody. No, I mean, no, they, you can tell, you can tell somebody's just being fake AF, you know, and, and I don't, I don't like that. Be true to who you are and be true to yourself. And once you sell out because you wanted the money, then you're not being true to yourself and everybody else is going to know you're a fraud just like this dame. Now she's dead, but whatevs. Now the whole thing's being questioned. I, I question anything she said. Mm-hmm. My favorite color is purple. Oh, yeah. Is it? Is it Mrs. Quote Row? <laughs> Should you like green or yellow? Shut up. Right. <laughs> I think that when people make a mistake, and I know a lot of people disagree with me when I say this, is money does not buy you happiness. It buys you what you think is an easier avenue to that. Oh, only people that have money that say that. Okay. Maybe that's true. But maybe that's also coming from experience then. Yeah. Be doing the right thing mm. is the most important thing. Yes, that's true. But my life has been easier now that I have a job with money. When I was an intern, things were way harder. Sure. But it yeah. did it abstain and you from problems? So- no, I st- I'm clearly still have problems. No, I would probably argue that the problems you have now are far more dramatic and severe. Like that didn't change anything. Yeah, it just now I have better access to resources to fix them. <laughs> right, but you still have problems. There's just because you have more money now yeah. than you did when you were younger. Are you happier now? Because of the money, or because you can figure the the maze out? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to separate those two things. What do you mean you don't know how to separate those two things? Well, because I am happier now, but because I, I feel like things are easier now that I've learned how to deal with money and like financial issues, like now that I know how to navigate that and I'm feel happier now because even though I still have like more problems, I can stress a little bit less because I know I have a way to fix them. His name is Jeff. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if any of this is true, even what this lady said, because there's no way to corroborate what she said in the end. Because she dead, right? She died a while ago. But this documentary is uh, allegedly going to be on FX. And again, it's a documentary about her. And her name is, her name is Norma McCovey, McCorvey. 
and it's a documentary about Roe versus Wade, if you want to look for it. So, uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Conspiracy Thursday. This has to do with the X-37B. Ooh. What's that? You know what that is, Sam? Probably a robot. You're kind of right. It is a unmanned, reusable spaceship. And in 2014, it spent 675 days in space, or returned in 2014, I should say. And nobody knows what it does up in space. And the reason I'm bringing it up is it was just launched again on Sunday. Wow. So it's back up, orbiting the Earth, and nobody knows why. I mean, besides the people involved in the program and the government and stuff. But nobody, right. general public, doesn't know why, they but there is said, like, some ideas. Okay, so I was going to say they haven't said, like, oh, we're just collecting data, or we're taking pictures, or whatever. No, they just don't comment on it. What's with the spacecraft? None yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nunya. It's doing Nunya. <laughs> to know. It's exploring rabbit tracks and wind pudding. Uh, one of the theories is surveillance. Did you say wind pudding? They think that wind pudding, yeah, it's not a thing. You can't see it. Oh, okay. Because it's wind. Okay. Uh, rabbits, because they're so small, uh, hard for them to leave tracks. Aha. Okay. Okay. Surveillance is one thought that maybe this unmanned spacecraft is doing up in space that it's trying to keep an eye on certain regions of earth and it carries special reconnaissance gear that can only be put on a ship it can't stay up in space forever okay i'm okay with that yeah if they're watching me i don't care yeah if you're not doing anything wrong then there shouldn't be any problems I see this kind of surveillance used for like terrorist organizations and stuff like that. Not what right, you and like I are we've doing. Seen uh, another built, theory is yeah, that like you've built something very quickly of like, oh, why is this going on in whatever Syria? Yeah, they think in Middle East is what they would use this for mm-hmm. or other sensitive geopolitical situations. Communist Russia. Another theory is space bombing. What? Yeah. Space force is a thing. They think that will be the next frontier that people will fight over is space. Right, because we have demolished uh, this and, place down here, so why not move north? <laughs> demolished. Extreme north. <laughs> 
Uh, Popular Mechanics has said changing a spacecraft's orbital plane requires a great amount of thrust. So using something like the X-37B as a bomber would mean changing its orbit to fly over targets, and that would eat up its limited fuel supply. Okay. So the short answer to that, if I can like package that up a little bit better, is nerd stuff. <laughs> Makes that's sense. why that's not a good idea. Uh, they think that maybe the X-37B is interfering with other satellites. And that the idea is that it's kind of like a James Bond type of ship that it goes up there and it can interfere with other satellites and stop them from being able to function correctly by being somewhat near it. Okay. Like uh, like an EMP. Like from other countries, maybe? Yes, other countries like spy satellites, right? Mm-hmm. How many satellites do you think are in orbit around the Earth, Sam? Um, 378. That is an exact number. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Gimpy? I, I was going to say in the 300s, not exactly 378, but let's be different and we'll say 420. According to a 2018 estimate, there are 5,000 satellites that are in orbit, and about 1,900 of them are operational. What? Well, we were way off, weren't we, Sam? God. 1,900. I just watched a 60, 60 Minutes on a dude that invented this camera that goes around the planet and takes pictures. And so they could see, like, and the pictures are better, higher resolution. So they could see, like, uh, other countries building stuff, or they can use that data to see, like, congestion of traffic. And there's, like, a thousand different reasons that you could use this. But the images are so good that this could be maybe possibly used for evil. And they're like, aren't you worried that since you invented this camera that can take all these wonderful pictures that maybe someone bad will get a hold of it and use it for bad things? And he was like, yeah, but I think it'll probably be used for mostly good, so it's fine. I'm cu- I want to see pictures from this camera. Do you remember what it was called? I don't remember. It was like one word. and Obscura? It was... Say it again. Obscura. No, I don't think it was that. It was like planet maybe or. (laughs) I literally Googled 60 minutes camera goes around the world and I can't find anything from the last like three years. But it was just on 60 minutes. I mean, it was on my DVR. Yeah, yeah, it was on my DVR, so it had to have been in the last year because I always oh, record good. them and then, you know, go click click the ones that I like. But, and they were talking about how small the satellite was, um, like the, the so size. So it's a satellite of, or a camera? Um, a little bit bigger than, well, it's a satellite camera, both, that goes up into space and <laughs> rotates around the earth and takes pictures. It does both. But they showed like pictures like in the '60s versus now, and these high resolution high resolution photos, and like what you could use it for more than just like Google Maps. It's like more specific than that. 
and they can so fit a bunch this of data. Is a billion dollar into this satellite like, that takes high resolution photo- photographs, a uh, picture of the entire landmass of the Earth every day. The guy's name was Will Marshall. Yes. That episode it, was from January of, of twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, and the the data was like incredible of how much they take in a day. I am just flabbergasted at the depth of your DVR. Depth as in like how long things have been sitting in queue. I don't think I have like anything. She's, she has 60 minutes mm-hmm. from 2019. That <laughs> means she has over 60. Yeah. yeah. Of no, just the, like that show. Because, yeah, I just go through and like will delete the ones that I don't find interesting. And then the ones that I think me and Jeff will find interesting, I save. That, so that's not fair to 60 minutes, Sam, because just because <laughs> you're reading the caption doesn't mean that you won't find it interesting once you watch it. You should really give them a shot. No, that's fair, Gimpy. But like, for example, they keep doing like stuff on COVID and I do not want to watch any more of that. And okay, so like the, all their new ones, they've got like six in a row. And I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to see that. No, thank you. Or something that's like, uh, like way too over my head nerdy that I, I don't think I would be good at. Those I delete. How many shows do you have? How many total shows do you have in your DVR? I feel like this might be an actual conspiracy. <laughs> Mm, I would probably say like 30. 30. How many episodes yeah, of shows? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, like, okay, Dr. Phil, I have 36 episodes of Dr. Phil. Have not gone through those yet to like delete the ones that I don't know that I maybe might not want to watch because I used to watch it all the time and then it's getting a little like classy jerry springer so i have let those pile up and then like um wendy i think right now i probably have like 11 episodes because i like to just watch i don't know like five or six minutes of it because it's like the crazy parts and so and then sometimes i'll mass delete them if i get bored um and uh naked and afraid we have like 21 episodes of that on there that we haven't watched Mm-hmm. So you have Naked Afraid, Dr. Phil, oh, 60 Minutes, and Wendy's. That's the only shows you DVR? No, then all the Housewife shows, all the Below Deck Sailing, Below Deck Med, like pretty much anything on Bravo. <laughs> um, um, Teen Mom. And then, oh, American Greed, Dirty Money. Those CSNBC shows, um, the Killer Truth on the HLN net- network, they have a bunch of awesome murder shows, and like they've got this show called What Really Happened, and they like dive into stories like Scott Peterson or Aaron Hernandez, and so we have those Friends Files too. We have a bunch of those on there, yeah. So it's like. Murder, reality TV, and some, you know, smart stuff like 60 Minutes. 
John Oliver. I think I have a lot of HBO shows. Total episodes on my DVR. Maybe six at best. I think I'm being really generous right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think. That's, of, because that's, everything's on demand. What? So if I want to go watch the 60 Minutes, I can just go to CBS On Demand and watch all of them. Yeah, but Cox makes it so easy. It's just all in one spot. I don't have to figure out what show is on which channel to figure out what website to go to to maybe find it. And then, you know, I can fast forward through the commercials. Like, it's just super easy and it's all right there. So maybe if I want it, but I change my mind, it can still be on there. And, you know, I, I'll get to like 99% and then have to go through and be like, all right, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop anymore. Let me delete that series. But it keeps it there for me in case I want to watch a 2019 episode of 60 Minutes, <laughs> you know, a year later. That's wonderful. You're like, I want to help these people out. Oh, they've all died because they didn't get enough money in 2019. <laughs> but the story was interesting. Yeah. Or um, problem has now been solved because <laughs> this is right. this happened so you don't long get the follow ago. Up. <laughs> That's awesome that your DVR can right. hold that much. Hats off to Cox, huh? Yeah, it's a big bitch. It can hold a lot of stuff. My DVR. How much can it hold? Do you know? <laughs> Too much for. I mean, you I don't know handle. gigabytes or anything like that. Um, like enough for you know me to change my mind. I if I counted up the episodes that it has like um that it has on hold, I I would guarantee that it's over five hundred hours. Wow. I would. I mean, just based off of, I bet it's more than that. You're sixty minutes alone. Yeah. If there's. Mm-hmm, if you have thirty six episodes of sixty Phil. minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It says in the title how long it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very convenient. Yeah. How long is this 60-minute right. show going to last? <laughs> uh, about 49 more minutes. <laughs> That's the 2020s the same way. For real. 20 minutes, then they move to another story after 20 minutes, and then they do another story after 20 minutes, and then do another story after 20 minutes. That's why it's called 2020. Not yeah. anymore. Now they do two-hour-long stories on murder. Yes. Yeah, thank God. Okay, all right. We totally have slid way off the cracker. Uh, and then they think it also may be disp- deploying uh, spy satellites and spying on the Chinese space station, uh, the X-37B. Conspiracy Thursday. All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. And right now it's time for Balls to the Wall Sports. Keep 
doing that? In the first NASCAR race on Wednesday since 1984, Denny Hamlin was the winner at Darlington Raceway. After rain stopped the event with 20 laps remaining, Hamlin was trying to hand on before getting unintended help from his teammate Kyle Busch, who caused Chase Elliott to crash eight laps earlier to bring out the caution. A furious Elliott waited for Busch on the apron of the track and flipped Busch the middle finger as he passed. (laughs) 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 He got so mad that he did that to let his anger out. (laughs) F you, yeah. Because anybody that has been flipped the middle finger is like, you're so right. I need to really rethink all the decisions I made. My bad. I'm sorry. Your finger really changed my mind. Before I was fine. Now I'll never do it again. <laughs> right. I wasn't and really sure, but now NFL I'm like, you got me. <laughs> Right. Uh, The NFL is working on a helmet face guard that could provide the same protection as a surgical mask with the material used for players' uh, clear eye shields extending down to cover the mouth. Tom Mayer, who is a medical director of the NFL Players Association, said league engineers are working with Oakley to test prototypes of a face mask that contains surgical or N95 material. McKay said he expects that the new face masks would quickly gain acceptance as long as they were comfortable and safe. Why, why, why don't they just put no all, way. The, all the players in, in like motorcycle helmets then? I mean, it's the exact same thing, right? Essentially, that's what they're going for. No, no, no. Like, think your, your motorcycle helmet doesn't have an N95. Right, of course. But, I mean, it covers the entire face is what I was thinking. Maybe a little bit more sophisticated. Maybe. Mm. I, I think it's dumb. I mean, if, if that's what gets them on the field. True. I agree with that. But, I mean, they are uh, tackling and sweating on each other. It's, I feel like that's the least of the concerns. Right. I guess that's true. They are you literally doing a sport where they smash into each other at high <laughs> rates of speed to the point that when they're older, they get delusional and kill themselves. And their families. Right. Concussions, don't worry about that. It's not a big deal. But if you sneeze on somebody, we've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's also all sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And before we move forward with Top List, this weekend, it's the weekend that should have been. We all know that. And our unofficial mayor of Rocklahoma, Lynn Hernandez, is hosting Mocklahoma 2020. It goes down Memorial Day weekend every night at 8 o'clock. It's a virtual visit to the Rocklahoma lineup that should have been. It's all from Patriot Auto Group and, of course, us, KMOD, Mocklahoma 2020 Memorial Day weekend. Let's go ahead and do Top List. It's time for the Big Man Morning Show's Top List. Random topics, randomly drawn, with random results. Now here's Corbin, Gimby, and Sam with this week's Top List. Uh, This week, our Top Lists are going to be 
Uh, people we wish we would have had do our commencement speeches. Sam's very eager to tell us about hers. <laughs> and it's a, you've got to pick somebody I from am. your time. The time that you, you graduated. You can't pick somebody. Yes, you okay. can't pick somebody like now, right? Mm, okay. Because unless they were, unless they were, there was a prudent reason. So we need to know who it is and why. Sam? Okay, now I can go. So my number five I have is um, Tom from MySpace because MySpace my was a really big deal. I think I got it my uh, sophomore year of high school. So by my senior year, it got me grounded for a really long time, and everybody had it, and it was a big deal. And so I feel like What Tom, year did you graduate? What year? 2006. Wow. I graduated. Okay. Yeah. High school. And so I've... Yeah, yeah, I she feel never finished like... college. Remember? Uh, no, I'm I, I careful, just, buddy. <laughs> it's about the year. It's, um, she's so much younger so, than me. That's where I'm like stuck on the emphasis of it being like 2006. Um, so like Tom was had to be friends with everybody, and so I feel like if he would have showed up at our graduation, that would have been epic because we all know who he is, and he could you know talk about you know computer things or building a website or whatever. I don't know that kind of speech. So he's at number five. What do you think he's doing now? Number four, <laughs> playing on <Ooh>. Facebook. <laughs> right, <laughs> just plotting against Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you ruined me. Ruined me. How did you stay relevant? <laughs> um, I know Justin Timberlake bought out Facebook. But Justin Timberlake and then some other dude bought out Facebook. So I think that he's probably just rich with a family, just being like, I was Tom. <laughs> Trying not to wear white shirts and looking he over his right shoulder. Keep in mind, he sold it to... Rupert Murdoch for $580 million. Damn. Damn. Oh, yeah. He's just, he's just hanging out. I think he doesn't care about Facebook. <laughs> you know, deep down inside, late at night, he's sitting down drinking right. a bottle of whiskey, just mad AF that Zuckerberg no way. took over the world. This could have been MySpace. This was my space. Right, he sees, right. He sees Zucky's or he's alien going, face. There wouldn't be Facebook without me. <laughs> ah, that's another way to look at it, I guess. Yeah, and but he, I'm he sorry. got out when, at the he's, right time. Mm -hmm. But that's still your competitor. It like everybody went on MySpace, then to Facebook. So I'm with Gimpy. I think yes, that because he sees but you're Zucky's you're face you're misinterpreting mad. you're misinterpreting the history here. Because MySpace was never a competitor to Facebook until Facebook allowed anyone to get on it. Right, because that was just a strictly college True. thing for, for just that college, mm -hmm. that school or whatever. Yeah. Like I was and what super year did they drop that? And I did go. Ooh. Ah, haven't watched the social network in ah. a while. I don't know. I think probably like 2009. I think it was the year, like, not too long after he sold it. I'm sorry, Tom sold mm -hmm. MySpace. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because I remember so they were never in competitors. 2000 and, well, I mean, competitors in, in the way that, like, 
they both built these social networks that everybody used and Facebook like blew up. Mm -hmm. This article from 2018 says that Tom lives in Hawaii and appears to be leading an amazing life as a travel photographer exploring the world and sharing his beautiful snaps from exotic destinations such as Thailand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess guess what his He's like I'm just going to hang out. Guess what his face his Instagram page is titled? <laughs> Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Tom from MySpace. <laughs> MySpace Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's how he'll always be remembered. Yep. <laughs> I think he's um, fine with it. And then <laughs> number 4 this was a really big deal. I remember with my friends talking about this show specifically because of how raunchy he was. And so I would have loved to have him at my uh, graduation. And that's Howard Stern. Because not just because I'm in radio now, but I remember my, like, my friends talking about it, like, oh, I can't believe this or this happened. And it seemed like a very big deal. So it would have been cool to have him there. Um. Number three, I have Beyonce because that in 2006, she had already um, dismantled from Destiny's Child and she was doing her solo stuff. And I think she's a badass and it would have just been awesome to have her, you you know, I don't even care what she talked about. She could have just sang the alphabet and I'd be fine with it. It would just be cool to have Beyonce at my graduation. Number two, I have... um, Al Gore, because my, I I don't remember if it was my junior or senior year, but when he ran against Bush, I made like Al Gore shirts and I couldn't vote yet, but I felt like I wanted to be supportive. And um, I really, I I just liked him better than Bush, so I'm picking Al Gore. (laughs) I feel like. If I could still wear the, sh- the shirt to be like, hey, I supported you. That's pretty cool. You watch one um, documentary. And then my number one. That's it, it, yes. <laughs> but I didn't watch that documentary until uh, 2007 when I had to do a project in my writing class. I watched Inconvenient Truth and did my project on global warming. But I'd love okay, to read so that paper. then my number one. <laughs> no, ooh, it wasn't that. I had to make this awesome poster board, which I'm really good at those things. So I made this dope poster board, and then I had to have a whole presentation to my class. And in that <laughs> class, writing there was class, like, you had to make a poster board. Yes, and um, okay, I yeah, and we had to do a presentation on something that was controversial. Yeah, and I was the only person, Mm. and there was only like 13 people in that class, and I was the only person that nobody argued with because, you know, I did so good. I presented my argument so well, no one could argue with me. Or was it just not that Um, controversial? Yeah. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I was so good, nobody could shut my argument down. Gimpy, you didn't know what global warming was like two months ago, so I would like not make fun of my presentation on global warming, sir. My bad, I didn't know I <laughs> picked a fun of your presentation. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly that 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 uh, holds tight to her, holds close to her. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, carry yeah. on. Carry on, Mrs. Gore. 
What's the rest of your list? And then my my number one would be Oprah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's because she's always been awesome, and that I feel like that would have been epic just to be in her presence. Was that when she was, like, giving stuff, like, cars and stuff to, to audience members? Like, you get a car, you get a car, everybody gets a car, during that time frame? Yeah, she was on, I think it, um, was that like I, later I'm not 100% towards the sure end. about that, but it was, it was towards, her, I mean, it was when she had her talk show. Okay, because I think that'd be pretty awesome to have her as, you know, doing your cons- commencement speech. And, and by the way, everybody's getting a new car. Everybody that graduated, congratulations, that class awesome. of 2006. When did she quit her show? I don't know. Um, I would just guess 2010. 2011. You were pretty close. Okay. Yeah, that would be an awesome get to have her do. Did you see she did that Zoom thing where she did, like, she let anybody come into a Zoom meeting with her? That's cool. Everyone's just okay. yelling at her. Hey, All right. answer me. <laughs> was that your last one, Sam? <laughs> yes, that was my number one. All right, we're doing our top lists, and the way it works is you submit uh, five uh, people that you think should have been a part of your commencement from your time frame. So, Gimpy, what year? Uh, 1999. 1999 okay. I graduated high school. And my top five goes, it's way different than Sam's, that's for damn sure. But number five on my list is Carson Daly. Carson Daly, you know, with TRL, come in and watch that cat every day after school or whatever. He was a popular and kind of a big deal at that particular point in time in 1999. So I feel, I mean, and he'd be able to do a a fairly decent commencement speech, you know. Uh, So he comes in at number five on my list. That's solid. <laughs> Number four, though. <laughs> Number four is James Vanderbeek. <laughs> Put down James Vanderbeek. Nice. <laughs> With Varsity Blues and Dawson's Creek, he was kind of a big deal at mm-hmm. the time. Um, and I think he would be a fun, fun little uh, speaker there at the graduation down at the Maybe Center. <laughs> James Vanderbeek, number four. Nice. Um, Number five, uh, and these are, you know, the fun thing about this list is they're all our personal favorites. Sam chose Al Gore because, you know, she liked him or whatnots, and she she couldn't vote, but she wanted to, okay? So number three on my list is Jonathan Davis. Yes, Jonathan Davis from Corn. okay? Uh, They'd been around for a while, but I feel like they were really hitting mainstream at that time. Along with Carson Daly, I'd come home and watch – their videos on TRL every day, every day. Freak on a leash would be on there. I love that we both watch TRL. By yeah. the way, like yeah. we don't really have the I same taste in shows, but that we <laughs> that we both. Well, I but but I guess Gimpy specifically, I didn't. I wouldn't expect him to have watched that. Yeah. So I don't know why it makes me happy to know that you, that you did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, honestly, it was on in the background when we were all sitting around getting medicated, but it was still on every day. Didn't miss an episode, even though I kind of half-assedly watched it. Um, number two, right after Jonathan Davis from Corn, uh, would be Eminem. Yes, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> Once again, 
He was huge. He had just, you know, released his like second, third album, another one that was constantly on TRL. Okay, um, becoming getting into the mainstream, real controversial. I think it would have been awesome to have him do a commencement speech because at that time, that's when he's, you know, talking about humping dead mooses and, and stuff like that. You know, in his in his songs before he kind of you know got serious or the you know the pills took over or whatever. So, I think it would be kind of neat to have him, you know, this kind of you know off the wall kind of dude try to be serious for the uh, class of 1999 Owasso Rams. I think that'd be awesome. And <laughs> the number one, number one on my list, which I think is fair. This is a solid number one. It's my list. If you don't like it, oh well. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Totally. Talk show host king at the time. He's also been in politics, okay? So the guy knows how to speak. He knows how. I feel he would really do well at a commencement speech. You know him for the zaniness that is the Jerry Springer show, but, you know, he can come in, wear his little cap and gown, and da-da-da-da, hang out with the rest of us, give us a good speech, and say, have a nice day. Solid. I think all those are solid, man. <laughs> Just a little, little unexpected. <laughs> James Vanderbeek. <laughs> James, but he was huge, man. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I put him on there. All right. So we're doing our top lists, and they have to be who you would have liked to see as your commencement speaker when you graduated. So my year is 1993. Mm. And my first one will be a name probably no one will know. But everybody will know who it is once I tell you what he's famous for. Mm -hmm. H. Wayne Huizinga. He is the CEO of Blockbuster. <laughs> oh, okay. What's he doing now? <laughs> he dead. He's mad at Netflix refusing to watch it. He probably hung <laughs> himself. Like, his kids are like, I want to watch Netflix. Not in my house. <laughs> you rent that DVD and you pay those late fees. If not, we will ruin <laughs> your credit. <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster, a huge thing in my life. Friday nights, going to Blockbuster. On the weekends, you had to get there early, right? Especially a weekend like this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You'll find an empty Because you want to make sure you get that, because they'd be closed on Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> you get an extra day for free. Uh, number, number four, I have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm, solid choice. He had done so many movies, True Lies, all those and everybody, you know, looked up to, he was like the guy, kindergarten cop was like a thing, right? <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> so that would be who I would pick too, for, at number four. Number three, I'm picking Bruce Willis. He had done a bunch of movies. Right, the yeah. Die Hard movies. Mm -hmm. You know, the the big Christmas actor Bruce Willis would <laughs> it would be, he would be an awesome person to stand up at the podium, grinning with that s eating grin he has. Yeah, and he'd bring to me more talking world. to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Number two, I have Arsenio Hall. His show, late night show, was massive. Yeah. Everybody watched that show. And it was not good. No. No. Remember he tried to revive it? And it was just as bad, if not worse, than the first go around. Right. Right. Well, here's the thing. The Arsenio Hall show changed late night talk shows, made them way more relaxed. They were pretty formal. Okay. So he played a huge part in late night, late night talk show history. Mm-hmm. But his show was not. You can not be good and still be influential. True statement. Arsenio Hall. And so he definitely did that. Have you ever seen the show in its original form, Sam? No, not a single episode. You're missing out. It's pretty awesome. What do you think? What do you think Arsenio's net number worth one is? on my? Oh, oh, okay. Real quick before you go down to number one, Arsenio Hall's net worth. I don't know much I about him. I feel like it's got to be pretty. It's got to be surprisingly higher than you think. Okay. I'm not saying he's a hundred mil. Right. I'm not even saying he's fifty mil. Uh huh. But I think his net worth is going to be quite surprising. Mm-hmm. That show was syndicated. Um, it was, I was massive. Gonna guess, I was going to guess $17 million. $17 million? Okay. Corby, what do you think, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to guess twenty, so I'll go $25 million. $25 million. It says here $16 million is what his net worth nice, is. Nice, Sam. Yeah. Nice. All right. Sorry to interrupt. What's your number Not one? Not bad for he hasn't done anything. For real. My number one would be such a controversial speaker at an Iowa graduation, but huge influence in the 90s. From Platoon to Born on the Fourth of July to Natural Born Killers to The Doors, Oliver Stone. Okay. Why would he be controversial? Because he did sh- movies and shows that were quite controversial. Natural Born Killers was highly controversial. Okay, I buy that. I buy that one for sure. Platoon, highly controversial. JFK, highly mm. controversial. Okay, I see where you're going now. Okay. And so to have somebody like that speak about, you know, don't be afraid to step out of the norm, do what you think is right, all those things, psh, that would be an awesome speaker. Yeah. No James Vanderbeek, though. True. When I initially <laughs> did this James list. <laughs> no, that is true. When I initially did this list, I had like Will Smith and Tom Morello and Kurt Cobain and all that. And then I was like, I feel like that's an easy, those are easy what place names to go to. Yeah. 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 I tried to think about rather who than would be a commencement good speaker. speakers are usually, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, usually your commencement speaker has a different message than I'm famous. Right, it's a message of hope and inspiration to the young people that are going out into the world. Yeah, quite successful, right? Yeah, I just not a lot of Carson actors Daly and actresses do a lot of commencement speeches. What's that, Sam? That that Carson Daly is just doing like a countdown of graduates, 
It's like, oh, we've got number 186 here. This is Gimpy McGee graduating with a 2.2. His favorite color is green, if you know what I mean. And then he just walks across the stage. It's more of like a green <laughs> gray, but yeah. everybody. Yeah. I like it. Is, that, is she being generous with your GPA? Uh, that's probably about right. My senior year, for sure, I... Uh... I failed my English, and that's why I had to go and do summer school. Okay, I failed both because I had to do junior English my senior year because I suck at English class. Uh, so, yeah, I think a 2.2 might even be generous, to be honest with you. I wasn't an F student, more C's and D's, mm-hmm. but very rarely was there an, an A, unless the it was because I was a library aide. That was the uh, class I got an A in. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. What in the goddamn did you just say? Well, I was a library aide my first hour um, when my senior year. Technically, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, yes. wait, 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 wait. Yes, yeah. That sounds so more prestigious than I put books back on the shelf. Because Oh, I did more than that. I watered the plants. I had to go into the art room with my can and my miracle grow and fill it up and say hi to all the other students. I'm just here for some water. Thank you, Ms. Franklin. Have a nice day. And then go back across the hall to the to the library and water the plants. Put the books back. I just can only imagine Karen the librarian going, I need someone to help me. I cannot put all these books back and water. It was such a tough job. Uh, what what had happened was is I was in the band um, from sixth grade all the way up until my junior year when I moved here to Oklahoma. And when I moved here to Oklahoma, or at least to Tulsa anyway, um, uh, they had already had the band tryouts and jinx and this and that, and I totally missed it. So for the first semester, they put me in what is called the pit, and that's basically where all the losers go, where you play the triangle, the cymbals, the bells, none of the cool stuff or whatever, but all the parts were taken. So I would just show up for class, fall asleep on the stairs, in band class, if you think that's impossible, believe me, it can be done. I'd fall asleep, and then I'd wake up and go to my next uh, class. Well, that was good for the first semester. And then the band director's like, hey, man, you got to go. You got to find something different. Go talk to the counselor right now. So I became a library aide the second semester of my junior year. Well, then we moved to Owasso. And same thing. All the band positions were already taken. They're like, well, what do you want to do? Well, I did a library aide last year. You got one of those open? Show enough. Show sure enough. So they set me in the library. It was me and Sherry Nutt. We were the library aides huh. for the first <laughs> hour. Her what name was, his name? was Sherry her, Nutt? Yeah, Sherry Nutt. That's her name. She still lives around here. Hi, Sherry. No, what was his name? <laughs> Sherry. 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 Yeah, so I, I did that. I was the library aide first hour, first period of my entire senior year, and it was the easiest class ever, man. Sat there, hung out with Sherry. We uh, put books on the shelves. We watered plants, and then that was that after that. <laughs> Are you, Are you describing a rom-com? Dewey Decimal System? 
Okay. Describing rom-com <laughs> probably could be a could be a movie. Sam, what was that about the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> I was going to I was asking if you're really good at the, the Dewey Decimal System if like you could pick up a book and be like, "I know where this is. No. I know where this goes." No, I know where it goes okay. because mm-hmm. I know it has it labeled on the shelf like, you know, 506.39 through, you know, 700 or whatever. Okay, boom. It goes there, but if some kids like Hey, I'm looking for a book on, you know, marijuana or, you know, whatever. The card catalog's over there, bro. I don't think they, A, use a card catalog anymore, and B, I don't think they use the Dewey Decimal System anymore. I don't know. I haven't been in a library since 1999, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Our they do Our freshman things. year, they, they made us learn it, even though we didn't... We didn't use it. We used computers to look things up and where it was. But they thought we might need it, I don't know, later on in life. So they made us learn it for no reason. There was nowhere for us to apply it because our library used a computer. (laughs) This text says, our library aides were stoners too, played pop cap games and snacked while smelling like patchouli. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Awesome. That was fun little trip down memory lane. That's our top list. We'd love to see yours. Look at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMMS69. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show. The big man morning show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the big mad morning show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. I think I have a very 2020 story for you. Fun. Not the TV show. Oh, okay. Just make sure. 2020, like, holy crazy, could this get any worse? I like it. Apparently... Scientists at NASA believe they've discovered the existence of a parallel universe where time runs backwards. Joe Rogan is right. What did he have to say about (laughs) it? The group used the Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna high above the skies to find high-energy particles. Translation, nerd stuff. These heavy particles cannot pass through the Earth, so they are usually detected coming down from space. The particles from the recent uh, Anita Cosmic Ray project were seen coming up out of the Earth. And researchers have hypothesized that this inverse evidence suggests that a parallel universe could be running in reverse from us. They also say this isn't the first or second time that such impossible events have been recorded and observed, which in scientific terms means if it happens multiple times, there's a good chance it does exist. Okay. Or it's true. So somewhere, everything I'm doing is backwards, so you're, you're being Benjamin buttoned? Or is it just like my day would run in reverse? <laughs> I think that if any the three of us try to even comprehend what any of this means, we would look more stupid than we already do. <laughs> well, I'm just I have trying no to idea think what that time, means. If 
like time runs backwards, then in this parallel universe, either it knows when I'm going to die and I start at, you know, whatever, 97 or 42, whatever age I die at, and then my life is going in reverse. And then at some point, they'll perfectly meet at the right time. Or that, like, your day just starts at midnight, but you're doing everything backwards. I don't even know what you just said. Yeah, I'm not medicated. I have no idea what this in. means. <laughs> right, I agree. <laughs> the idea that what a parallel universe this? would mean doesn't mean you're in the parallel universe, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. I, like, I just kind of assumed that. Yeah. I like the idea of a parallel universe where it's the exact same as what we've got going on down here, except for just a skosh different. Like in my case, I'd probably have two good arms and an elbow or something to that effect. I like that theory. No. Why? Because it makes me a little sad that in a parallel universe that you want your arm to be, you want your, you want your arms to be normal. Normal? Why would he not? Yeah. Right. I could. I don't know. I just scratch it just various made parts of my body. I can't that. reach now. Or there'd be so many different benefits to this. Right. He would like to know what it's like to use either hand after he goes number two. I think that the idea that there's a parallel universe. Wouldn't be just like, oh, he has two hands. We're just using Gimpy as an example, or two normal arms, right? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have facial hair. You might be a scientist. I mean, there, there could be a thousand X factors that would make it completely different. You probably, mm -hmm. if you existed in the parallel universe, wouldn't recognize yourself. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Not without the penis arm? No way. No way. I wouldn't be able <laughs> right. to recognize myself. In in a parallel universe, I really followed that dream to be an astronaut. And so in a parallel universe, I for sure have been to space. And I know what it's like to not have gravity. Like, guaranteed, in a parallel universe, I'm an astronaut. There was a TV show on Fox like 10 years ago. <laughs> Get that clip. That's fantastic. <laughs> Back in the day, well, like 10 years ago, whatever, it was a show called Fringe, and it was kind of like X-Files or whatever, if you remember watching. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. covered a lot these parallel universe that, that we have or whatever, and in that case, they would like flip back and forth or whatever. It's the exact same world you have here, the universe you have now, but in the parallel universe, instead of one of the examples, uh, the Statue of Liberty being green, it was still that copper color, that original copper color that didn't turn green okay they had zeppelins flying around because the hind you know hindenburg never crashed or whatever so little, right. little minor changes like that i could totally get down with a theory like that i'd like to go get a glimpse inside peek into the parallel universe if you mm. must you wouldn't wasn't there a tv show that was based on that it was on netflix or amazon are you thinking of black you, mirror you went into the parallel universe no. No. Mm. Or was it on Hulu? Yeah, but I, mean, I think it was yeah. on Hulu with, uh, oh, what's his name? His brother's in neighbor. His brother is in neighbor. Sam likes his brother, thinks his brother's hot. Oh, James Franco would be the guy that you're thinking of. James Franco. Of. Um, here's what I just typed in 112263. Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, that's he can good. travel back in time. That's that's different. Yeah. 
Yeah, time travel oh, okay. and, and universe leaping, totally different. Right, right. I guess. Yeah, that was the J.J. Abrams TV show on Hulu called 112263. Yeah. I think I you can also shroom to another I universe. I think the fact... You what? You can take shrooms and go to another universe. <laughs> She's, not I mean, She's not wrong at all. I feel like I've been in a parallel universe, universe before. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, let's do this. We got to take a break. <laughs> uh, we'll come back, find out what everybody learned. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Time to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Start with Sam. I learned that Gimpy for sure has... I don't know. I've done that like a thousand times today. Because maybe my brain is a parallel why. universe. Why? No, I know why. Because you have a ton on your mind. You have a big thing happening tomorrow. Yeah, true statement. Maybe that's it. But I keep like, I turn it on before the, the segment starts, and then I have turned it off. Like, and it doesn't matter. Point is, Gimpy for sure has researched scrotes for the past two days, and Corbin's the... Gay Democrat? Like, I literally am a Democrat that's done gay stuff. But okay, you can have that title. That's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned that Sam and I's search history is eerily similar and that a finger can change your mind. <laughs> right? <laughs> the number one finger. Yes. Uh, I learned that paying someone to do work for you that you don't want to do makes you gay. So if you've ever eaten out at a restaurant and paid for someone to bring you food or had your pizza delivered to your house, you and me rowing in the same direction. And I also learned that Sam thinks her mic's on all the time. <laughs> uh, all right, so listen, tomorrow, Sam, know that we, not just me, and Gimpy, everybody listening will be thinking about you tomorrow. We know you have a surgery tomorrow. You've mentioned it on the air. And just know that we'll be mm -hmm. thinking about you. And we love Thank you a you. lot. And uh, please don't force yourself to wake up in the surgery. Right. Don't use oh your God. special powers tomorrow. Leave those at home. Right. Holster <laughs> your superpowers. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you guys back. And if I die, you have that audio, so you just keep playing that. And be like, Sam loves you back. Sam loves you back. <laughs> if you die, is there a song you want us to play? Like when we come back on the air? Oh, uh, yeah, just just any Britney song. Wow. Oops, I did it again. Okay, that would probably be the best one. <laughs> if I die okay. or anesthesia. Yeah, that. Okay, one. I like That'd that. Be good. We'll do that then. Uh, and then, so tomorrow, we won't have a show tomorrow. And then we're off next week for um, forced vacation. 
and time off. So it's kind of like this weird combination thing that's happening. So there will be no show next week or our podcast or any of those things. So you guys have a safe Memorial Day. Spend some time with your family and uh, just to celebrate being together and thinking about those people that gave their sacrifice uh, for our country and know that uh, we're thinking about all you guys and Sam. Be safe. It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. Yeah. I'm Seaman Sam thank and this you, is your mother. You, this is Gimpy oh, and I'm sorry. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa.